Welcome everyone, it's Sunday, July 30th, and this is episode 150 of the Omnic Weekly. 150. Good God, that is a nice and round number. We've been doing this for 150 times, Hannah. That's insane. Yeah, I, I actually had some... That is actually insane. Yeah, well, I, I, was, I don't know if you checked on the comments that we got on the latest episode, our first video episode. There was someone that said that they watched all of the episodes from one we did last week all the way back and they're ep episode 25. Aww, well, they don't watch them, they listen to them. Yeah. That is insane. I, I don't want to know what we sounded like in episode 25. Uh, I know. Um, um, oh, uh -huh. I still do that. I still do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yes. We're doing I'm pretty it confident we got better. <laughs> I'm pretty confident we got better. Probably, hopefully. Like, those first episodes, I mean, it's episode 150. We can reminisce a little bit. And then I'm going to say Absolutely. hi to you. Um, yeah. Do you remember that we had this, like, uh, crew that kept changing, like, every episode? Yeah, I also remember how insanely anxious I was when we were first doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and everybody. now I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah we got I'll lay down. I'll <laughs> yeah. stare at the ceiling. That, that is what... This is one of the the disadvantages of doing video camera uh, video uh, recordings. Like sometimes Hannah would just be laying on bed with her laptop. I don't know yeah. where, kind of recording that way. And now I'm like, yeah. she's like, asshole! Now I had to sit up for, an hour, for a whole hour. I have to be at my desk. I have to be fully dressed. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, I had to put on a different T-shirt because the T-shirt I was wearing up till now was like really flashy red, kind of like your top. I mean, yeah. it's a good thing I changed it because we would have looked like we were We could have been matching. That's yeah. fine. I mean, we're not going to be that podcast that synchronized their clothes for a video podcast. That's but anyways, fun. how you doing, Hannah? I'm absolutely fine. <laughs> A-OK. -okay, not <laughs> ill whatsoever. Yeah, Hannah's slightly under the weather, so we need to cut her some slack. Um, mm. Alpi, how you doing? Oh, wait. He's not here. Look. Help me. I'm locked out of my car. <laughs> we got a message not too long before we started recording. Like, guys, I'll have to skip this. Because that happens sometimes. He has to work and whatnot. Um, he has really weird hours because of he's working for Misfits. They have all these events going on. But it turns out he had locked himself out of his car. He sent us a, a screenshot of a, a AAA. Yeah. He's stuck outside. Oh, he yeah, he went like grocery shopping. grocery store. Yeah. I feel like LP has a weird relationship with his car. Like, I've known him for, well, close to 150 episodes now. We've known him for multiple cars, don't forget that. Multiple what? We've known him through multiple cars. Exactly. Exactly. He's one of the few people that I know so much about their car. Like, do you know what, you, do you know what car I drive? The Batmobile. The Batmobile, yeah. I talked to you about yeah. the yeah, when I bought it. There's like a few people that drive, that know, that seen a picture of my car, that know what the state of my car is. We are always up to date about the state of his car in the sense that... Always. Like a few weeks ago, he had to put, he had to go to the shop because there was, I don't know, he explained it to us, but uh, something in his uh, electronics or something, something Honestly, broke. he talks about his car like we talk about our cats. He does. 
Yeah. yeah. The easy thing is that we can put a camera on a cat and kind of use it to monetize this podcast. He Absolutely. Because he drives like a gray pickup van. I mean, it's not an ugly van, but it's not. I, I do miss the Florida mobile. Yeah, the Florida mobile was awesome. That was a bright yellow one. That was kind of cool. But anyways, LP couldn't make it today because he's, I know, he's somewhere in the middle of Florida. Uh, good thing he's in Florida. If he had been in Belgium, um, yeah, he would have been soaking wet. But he's somewhere just standing here with a sleeve yeah. of his shirt and his shorts and slippers, kind of nodding at every lady in bikini that walks by, waiting for AAA to arrive and, and to yeah. kind of you know, get him in his car. I mean... Waving at the gaiters. Yeah. Uh, he spends his Sunday that way, and we're going to be talking about Overwatch. Um, but yeah, Hannah, we're going to take it slow today. We're going to make sure nice. you can you can dive back into your bed as soon as possible. The reactions on last week's episode have been very good. People really in- seem to enjoy the fact that they can see our expressions and kind of see how silly we behave. Uh, we are so silly. We is. are the worst. And it, it's just... When you sound so sick, it's really like almost, you would almost have a sad violin under that. You're so silly. It's, it's the worst. Yeah. I can't even, like, my throat won't let me do the pitch. Don't do not do the violin sandwiches. Uh, that is kind of the th- first thing a doctor tells you when you get the flu or whatever. Do you know what, what you have? Because you got, like, the flu last time. What is it this time around? COVID. Really? Come on, all these years, you've been escaping it for so long, and now you got it. I haven't. This is my fourth time. Wait, your fourth time? Are you kidding me? No. It's not a subscription, Hannah, please. (laughs) What are you doing? Where did you catch COVID? Yeah, I know where you caught COVID. LARPing. Exactly. (laughs) If you're listening to this podcast, what happened now is that... If you see a red light on my face, it's just because I'm muted. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to see the red light. Just the act of you coughing really hard is kind yeah. of obvious. Yeah. But, but like, just if my face starts glowing red, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But look, we've gotten to the point where COVID has become this thing where people say, oh, I got COVID, almost like it's a cold or the flu. It's not, uh, it used to be a lot worse. When people got COVID, we're all like, are you? Are you okay? Are you okay? I know we're kind of alright. I'm not okay. Yeah, yeah. It still, it still sucks. You still feel very sick, yeah. but. Though I don't have a cup of tea today because if I'd have gone downstairs and then come back up the stairs to record, I wouldn't have been able to record. So I had to forego my tea. Okay. I hope you get through it really fast. Um, up till now, I've been managing to. I had it like once, I think. I definitely had it once. I don't think I had it. I mean, I don't know. I've had so many shots at this point. I think I'm so into everything. So that's the thing, like because I'm considered a vulnerable person because I have asthma, um, which is part of the reason why it it makes me like so breathless and stuff. Still, oh yeah, it has an extra. Impact. Um, I am kind of on like a six month rotation for boosters. And you still, you still got it. Damn. Like I had my last booster like a year ago now. It'll be a year. I had mine just before or just after Christmas. So I am due another one. Yeah. Yeah, you're just at the end of your your cycle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something we, we, we all know we're going to have to live with it. It's not going to disappear. It's yeah. there to stay. And it's just going to oh, be... I, get, I also get uh, flu jabs as well. Oh, damn. To That's a lot of, of jabs. 
Yeah, no, I get them be again because of being vulnerable. I yeah. get them for free, which is nice. So I just okay. get like a text saying, you're due your jab. And then I go in and get Global double. healthcare, guys. Remember, it's a thing. It works. Most cases. In the UK, it's, in the UK it's kind of wonky. I'm going to be honest. Like the stories I've been hearing over here in Europe, it's it's good. But over Don't, there. It's so sad. It is so sad what they're doing to our healthcare service. Yeah. I mean, at some point, this is not a political podcast, but at some point it's going to be a problem everywhere because some people yeah, just don't like other people to get stuff for free. Um, and some people really like to make money off of other people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, this is not the podcast for that. We're going to be talking about Overwatch. And to be honest, like, <laughs> a lot is happening in Overwatch. I think... <gasps> I know! Actually, actually, my, my channels are growing again, which is the first time in months because, yeah, there has been a bit... Let's just say that the the vibe surrounding Overwatch has been rather <laughs> bad, and I've, and you know as content creator you're the first to notice that. If you don't jump on that I hate it train and make a, a video every week trying to convince people that they need to stop playing the game, um, yeah. you will not. Well, for some exceptions, there are some people that make some awesome videos about how to play certain heroes that you that. Yeah. I mean, they, I like uh, people like Questron, he makes amazing videos and he's growing really fast, but that's due to all the hard work he puts in and the fact that he knows, all, I mean, his, his strategies around Sombra are solid. So, and yeah. he's found his niche, which is also very niche, important. Yeah. And, yeah, and if, if we would be in a better times, he would grow even faster because he's just, I mean, he's one of the most amazing Overwatch content creators um, we've seen in a long time, maybe ever. I really kind of big what he's doing he's a, a great kid i'm saying this is an old man he's a great kid Aww. that one even for being <laughs> dutch he's quite okay <laughs> nah. uh but yeah there's been uh look we're getting into that season six vibe and it is mind-boggling but overwatch uh blizzard at least is actually doing sequenced PR marketing they're kind of putting work in to get everybody putting in effort now for the first time ever in Overwatch 2 history. Yeah, I think, I can't remember which video it was, but you said it really well in one of your videos that they're finally taking off the early access. Book. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. They seem to be beyond that point. Like we've said that multiple times and Hannah is very adamant about repeating this and kind of slapping the table when she does. Please don't, no there we go, don't do it now because you're sick. Um, but yeah, up till now, Overwatch 2 has been in early access. They removed the label, they kind of hid it because they're actually also monetizing it and they don't, mm -hmm. it's kind of a bad mix. Too. But like the first PR they did was early access, early access. And yeah. I think they're kind of beyond that phase now. I think they feel like season six is going to be kind of like their launch and stuff, early access. It does feel like a launch, I have to yeah. be honest. Um, it uh, feels uh, much like a, more like a launch than Overwatch 2 did. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, exactly. I think they're, they're kind of... Uh, and, and <laughs> Look, Season 6 is going to be stacked. I actually have a video coming out tonight on my channel that is going to kind of go back on everything that, that happened or that we get in yeah. Season 6 and kind of... Is this going to be the season that kind of is going to make the big difference? Um, and I, I think when it comes to Blizzard's attitude, I think, yeah. I can already kind of uh, confirm that, that this is definitely going to be different. I think Blizzard is going to be treating Overwatch differently from now on, clearly. Hopefully. Yep. Uh, but look, I, they're spending a lot of money on, on, on the so promotion. So much money. It's insane. Look, 
up till yesterday or the day before i was like okay the the kind of um well let, let's run over it they have been doing um ads in theaters which yep how many games have you seen do that a couple but not many like in belgium i've never been to the cinema and getting an ad for a game i don't think i ever did up till now I, i've i've not been to the cinema like in the last year yeah um, like it's months, not but... common but i've seen a couple yeah over yeah like here. gta maybe like those those big big mm. titles uh but other than that but anyways apparently a few people that went to see the barbie movie uh of which i mean i'm kind of giggling because that is kind of a weird mix to do it in front of a barbie movie but anyways but th that is a very expensive movie to have an ad running yeah. for it like, absolutely it works in these tiers it works in popularity of of the medium like it, it does on tv if you can get an advertisement in a prime slot it's going to cost you like uh, super bowl for instance those ads are super expensive um just to add super to everything so if you want to get an ad in theaters in the states just before the barbie movie you're going to pay for that so they spend a lot of money on that there were also people that spotted like advertisements in the street like just posters being um plastered everywhere to promote overwatch on bus stops on walls and whatnot which had they haven't done i think up till i think I mean, the release they of did overwatch it for 1. diablo 4 but they did it for diablo 4 yeah, yeah but for overwatch, for overwatch i think it's yeah. been since the release of overwatch 1 that we got to see like, remember the big statues they did yeah that was like i never got to see one personally except for the one they then ended up putting in a blizzcon but i never saw one in a i mean they were only in big big cities but they used to do that blizzard has been i remember for i don't know what expansion it was they put this huge cab on times square that had the um the the, the, the i think it was orgrim's axe was kind of milled into it as nice. it kind of fall out of the sky and it was they they Look, at Blizzard, if they go out and and start spending marketing money for, for reels, they really spend a lot of money. I guess they kind of like it. I mean, if you can do fun stuff like that. But, so, I mean, it gets people talking about the game, so I'm sure exactly, it, you know, exactly. it comes back around. But... Yeah, it really worked for them in, like in World of Warcraft. If you mm. look at that big boom they had, like they, at some point they reached like 12 or 14 million people. I think that was kind of the top. I mean, for like paying customers or something like that. Yeah, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah. I don't think they ever went over 15, but I'm, I'm not, I didn't check up on those numbers. Um, but when they kind of had that peak moment, which was around Wrath of the Lich King, they that was the result of them kind of promoting and marketing the game. They had a lot of stuff going on. Um, yeah. But th there's one story that is super interesting and uh, actually has been on the, the minds and the tongues of a lot of people. So... <laughs> um this week they started doing well they started out i think it was monday if i'm not mistaken they did the first um sponsored stream so oh i was watching i have mixed Seagulls. feelings about it but go on yeah yeah we'll, we'll discuss let me just kind of lay out everything that has happened <laughs> so uh i think it was on monday i was watching seagull's stream and and he suddenly started talking about having a sponsored overwatch stream and it was kind of okay and he's changed his layover he had a, a custom layover that was handed to him by blizzard and yeah i'm just going to say like these sponsored streams i know they're getting paid but seagull's audience does not need to hear him say like every three minutes guys make sure to check out like the whole sales pitch that he was doing i mean i think 
just everything else that happened was enough of a promotion. Just him and all these streamers, I think they all had to do it. They were kind of told to do it. That was part of their contract. We're kind of repeating, like, doing a sales page. We kind of broke the whole... How do you say that? I'm broke not the vibe. Yeah, the vibe, the immersion was kind of... It really felt like they were forced to... Like, you don't want to force them to say that. Let it kind of grow organically. Have your content, have the layover do the work. Because the layover was actually the, the focal point. And that started glitching. And remember the Sombra um, reveal where they, they had a whole month where they kind of teased a lot of stuff and had these puzzles in there. People were one, kinda... of, one of our favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember back in the day that we were all complaining that it took too long, but it was a lot of fun to kind of... I think it was even longer than a month to kind of have all these puzzle elements come together to figure out that they, in the end, Sombra was going to be released. Um, but they kind of did a similar thing where they had all these cryptic messages. They weren't too hard to decipher because they gave the key in which you, you should be deciphering it. It was just in there. Um... But people started kind of noticing that it was a message being about an invasion that is coming. And you had this hooded figure that appeared that was kind of trying to hack into the system. And um, and, and in the end, he succeeded at the end of the stream. He kind of did this thing with his hands and then it broke off. And and we heard they all these streamers told us that there would be another stream last Friday. And there's another one going to be on August 4th and on August 10th on the day of release. There's going to be another sponsored yeah. stream. Um, so I made a video about who this could be and blah, 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 uh, whole story are kind of coming to the conclusion that it is someone human, a male figure, probably I had this theory about Reaper, but I mean, it was like the, the, the tinfoil hat reach of, I mean, it was a very good video, Thank um, you. even if just to remind people of like other side characters that could appear. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of, point. yeah, that it's was kind of my, <laughs> Exactly. And it was also my kind of, I wanted to kind of build on that arc of everything that was possible and who all could all be involved and yeah. kind of eliminate along the way. Um, and a lot of people seem to enjoy that video. But um, yeah, then on Friday, I was watching the stream again. And we just get a continuation. There was a mention. So in the first video, there was an Enigma mentioned, which we haven't sold up till now. We don't know. The, the One of the reasons I kind of hinted that Reaper was because at some point, he calls himself an enigma when uh, Echo points out that he just, why do you like hurting people? And he's like, yeah, I'm an enigma. Deal with it. Uh, but this was, the, yeah. anyway, it's, 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 um, it's a small, small tie, but it was there. Uh, and up to <laughs> now, we have not gotten an answer on the enigma. But then, Freddy, there was a mentioning of an incident. Then there was more messages of uh, no searches coming, which started to kind of sound like this person was trying to warn us, which is kind of important, while it is mm -hmm. not. It, it gave you the impression that it is important. Um, so I was uh, I was watching Seagull stream again, but Koba and Frozen, who help out with the content, they were, were watching CarQ, and I think Koba was watching Emong. Everybody was watching a different stream. Um, and we were just sharing all the info that we got on, on Discord. And then at some point, we saw messages scrolling of the screen as clearly stating the invasion is coming, we need help, we need an army. And the time is now, which is really important. But at that point, when that ended, all we actually knew for certain was that A, he is human because you got to see his hands a lot better. You got As, to see those fingers. You got to see those fingers, yeah. And and <laughs> besides that, um, it also, something that I noticed in the first video, but that I kind of attributed to it being distorted and, you know, they can do some amazing stuff with the art. 
is that they look it looked really realistic it didn't look like the more yeah it fixable... was like is it animated or is it filmed yeah exactly it yeah was... it wasn't the typical pixar style that we see in overwatch it was more like realistically which is possible i mean they can do that there's mm. definitely games that have uh, that level of realism and especially for animated shorts they would be able to do that but that no kind of stood out and then someone on Cardcube stream figured it out because we got some hints we got our initials jc we got some numbers that could have been dates turns out at the end of the i'm not going to go over all the hints but just if you want watch to know the all the details yeah watch the video if you want to know all the details turns out that that hooded figure by 99 <laughs> yeah it's john cena <laughs> So now the whole community is like, what? John Cena? First off, there were a lot of people kind of, when I, I, I kind of mention it, people are like, um, motherfucker, you're crazy. And then the, when I start explaining yeah. how we got there, they were like, oh shit, it actually makes sense hey, because. Actually, it is. Yeah. This could be true. This yeah, could be real. <laughs> on top of that, he later, <clears throat> he later posted something or he had posted something on his feed I think like a few months ago already about Overwatch. So this deal has been in the making for quite a while. And on top of that, there was there was one message I said like, the time is now. Now is the time is apparently his opening queue. And my brother told me that. I told my brother because my brother's, brother is a big fan of WWE. Yeah. Like I said in the video that he's a big fan of John Cena. And he messaged me like, hey, asshole, I'm not a fan of John Cena. I'm like, all right, all right, chill, dude. And he's like, no, no. Dude. <laughs> he, he was kind of, uh, no, nah, he wasn't mad about it at all. He was just laughing. Hey, I'm not really a fan. My reputation is um is uh and scams or scam or whatever is is ruined now because you told everybody that I'm a John Cena fan. But I remember <laughs> me and him. He's really into a WWE. And when we were kids, we used to watch WWF, which was the which is what it used to be back it in used the day. To be, yeah, and it was the days of the Undertaker, the Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, like the old school. Um, that was actually the time that The Undertaker came up and now he's the retired uh, wrestler that they kind of um, pony up like for Wrestlemania to kind of get the audience in but that back in the day he was a young blood that, that came in um, and and one like I stopped watching it a few years in like but he kept watching it like yeah he, he, he actually spends money to follow the fees and, and whatnot and at one time they were coming to Brussels with the whole circus, you know, it's, it is like a circus, to be honest. It's like, it's a show <clears throat> that travels Absolutely. the world and they, and they travel around the States, but also they occasionally just go around the whole world. And it's just, they just put a lot of wrestlers on the bus and they kind of do this show over and over again every day. <clears throat> and they came to Brussels, like, and I think it was in 2000 something, something. And he was like, uh, I don't want to go alone if you like coming with me. And I went with him. And uh, that was my first time I saw John Cena. I had no idea who that was. But yeah, mm. afterwards he became famous and became an actor. But, um, but yeah, apparently he wasn't a fan. But he told me that his opening tune, his, uh, how do you call it? His theme. His theme song. Yeah, yeah it's called uh, the, the Time Is Now or something like that. Now is yeah. the time, which is the reverse of what was in the message. But it clearly is a hint at, I mean. It's just another reference to him. Exactly. And I blew up the image like I'm a graphic designer, so I took a still, I started messing with it. And you can see a face with a cap under the hood and he's he looking down. Did enhance. You, yeah, you, you yeah. I did the CSI, that, yeah. CSI thing where you, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> I actually tried to with AI. 
but yeah, it was not it was not doing it. They were at, they started putting all these flower patterns on top of his face and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was really weird. And then I start, I tried another one, and that made these ugly face like. I, I, like I, maybe I should post some of the screenshots that they that I got out of that. But like they, they put this mask on there, kind of it looked creepy as fuck. But oh my god! So I went old school and started kind of messing with the levels and the brightness and whatnot. And you can see a face uh, up to the nose, and there's a cap with the with the little what do you call it the the, the front part of the cap. The like visor. It, yeah, the visor. It was kind of he was tilting his head down so you couldn't see his eyes, uh, but look. If you, he has if you, a very Cena-esque jawline. Yeah, yeah, it, it is quite clear <laughs> that it is. I mean, I would be extremely surprised if it's not John Cena. Now, everybody was like, oh, shit, are we getting John Cena in the game? Like, whoa, 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 guys, guys. I mean, back in the day, the only instance they did, Blizzard did this, was, um, I don't know if you remember this, Hannah, back in the World of Warcraft days, they did this whole series of ads with William Shatner, with Chuck yeah. Norris, with... And there was one that they did with Mr. T. And Mr. T made this joke that he he was so strong that he could make every character in-game look like him. And what they did, they made this grenade that you could throw, the Mohawk grenade. And if you threw it, everybody that was in a certain radius of that grenade where the grenade landed got Mr. T's face with a Mohawk on top. So you had a Night Elf Mohawk, you had a Orc. Uh, and it, like, it was, I think I still have some in my inventory somewhere. Uh, but that is the only instance that they kind of brought a marketing campaign where that's that's what this the is all about. In. Yeah, they brought the outside in. They're not going to bring John Cena. I don't even think they're going to have him voice a character because he is shit expensive. Like, remember, guys, if you if you are an Overwatch hero, that that is a that is a commitment for at least a decade. I mean, yeah. look at all these voice actors that the Reinhardt voice soldier that had to come back to do new voice lines. And they, back in Overwatch 1, they had voice lines, I don't know, every four, six months that they maybe added. Now it's like every season, they just kind of cram in all these new voice lines with PvE Which is coming. fantastic for us, but <clears throat> it, it so is. expensive for Blizzard. It, it is expensive. I mean... I hope they pay those people. I, I'm pretty sure yeah, they I do. I hope it's let's put it this way. I hope it's expensive yeah. for Blizzard. Like Carolina Rafasa and and and, uh, and Josh and whatnot that they get paid uh, uh, the amount that they're due and that they get to pay their price and whatnot. Uh, but if you want that kind of commitment from someone like John Cena, I mean, Dwayne Johnson did it for Fortnite, but that was for like a very limited series i mean it's not like yeah. he, he that, that character is still in the game i don't know if it's still in the game i don't follow for i don't know maybe at <clears throat> best he'll do like a line or two in one of the story missions but yeah he's not gonna be like yeah. a recurring character i don't think so i don't think he's good i think it's just like they did with mia kunis night recently they like last week they did something with mia kunis for a um a world of warcraft charity campaign that they're doing for ukraine and because she's re ukrainian so Mm -hmm. um she's kind of uh her organization is standing is kind of involved in all that um and they did mag megan fox did an ad for diablo where she acted as if she was in the world of diablo but she wasn't in the game she didn't do a voice for the game well at, not at least for as far as we know so i think it's going to be a similar thing i think we're going to see next friday or something we're going to see a call out from john cena telling us that we need to 
that the the game needs heroes to fight off the uh the the invasion by null sector and i mean i do think he might play overwatch because he is known to be a gamer and to be an anime fan mm -hmm. apparently that's something my brother told me i didn't know that but oh. apparently he's a big anime fan uh but he definitely is a gamer i knew that uh, so he might actually be playing overwatch and kind of have some sympathy for it and uh but yeah. i don't think i mean that must have cost him quite a lot of moolah to have him kind of join in this campaign or he must have shown a lot of goodwill um yeah so no, I don't think we're going to see the the season eight hero is is not going to be John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> uh, I I mean I'm going to look very silly if it turns out that they announce. If it turns out that yeah. he becomes a recurring character, then. I really hope it's not. I mean I don't think I don't I mean I'm all in for some quirkiness and some, um, some liberties being taken with the overwatch lore like they did with the hanzo thing and whatnot getting john cena in the game that might be a little of an overkill yeah it's overwatch is definitely a future time thing <laughs> yeah yeah uh, besides i mean that would even be like some creative liberty but this is not fortnite i don't think and him, having him play a character that could be nice. But like I said, I think that would be too expensive. I don't think they have the budget to do that. And like, yeah, I know we've had sort of like alternate universe stuff, you know, particularly with, you know, not Star Wars. Um... <laughs> what? Not Star Wars? Yeah, you know, when we had our not Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the Star, with the Star Watch event, yeah. Yeah, not Star Wars. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, And that was like an alt universe thing. But this is a very law-heavy, actual, actually happening, actually progressing the story thing. Yeah, canon. And this I, is yeah, yeah. Yeah, to to bring in like actual John Cena yeah. would cheapen the experience. Yeah, we definitely. I don't think a lot of people mm. would appreciate that. Um, uh, we'll see what I. I mean, that is my my. That is something. It's a guess. That I'm pretty confident in that he will just yeah. be doing a marketing campaign and that we'll see him on TV. As disappointed that I am that it's not a big law reveal and that it's just a marketing campaign, I also hope that because John Cena's involved, it stays just a marketing yeah, 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 campaign. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I have the same sentiment. I was also kind of disappointed to see it was just a marketing campaign and it wasn't like I was ready to kind of follow this through till the end and go like okay who could this be and if it's someone new where could they be tied in and who is i mean it could be like i said in that one video like imagine it being reaper and this being a kind of a, a redemption arc start where he kind of is struggling with himself and noticing like okay i have my issues with jack i have my issues with overwatch i have my issues with humanity but my wife my and my kid are still littering. out there sorry i have my issues with littering Littering, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's he probably, he, like, he, he's like, my wife and kid are there. I don't want to doom the humanity. But then he's kind of throwing around guns like they're candy. Uh, so, yeah, that is actually a good point. He's actually going to, he's going to wipe out humanity by loitering and kind of, yeah. He's mm -hmm. adding to global warming by throwing uh, shotguns everywhere after eight shots. Or something like that. I'm just kicking a cable now. That's not good. No, um, yeah, as long as I don't kind of pull it out, it's fine. 
but yeah, I, like I said, I was kind of disappointed. On the other hand, it, it, it like I said at the start, I'm happy that they're taking it more serious now and that they're kind of going yes, with definitely. the marketing and that they're that they're not kind of uh... like I will absolutely take this marketing like I know I said I'm disappointed it's not law I will absolutely take this over the alternative of nothing yeah exactly kind of letting the you know kind of expecting everybody to come back you know, like own. I'm I'm glad they're trying to pull in a bigger audience I'm glad they're putting effort into their campaigns and because they could very easily just keep paying for theater ads and they could very easily just keep slapping posters up all over America. Mm -hmm. But filming something like this takes like a team and it takes effort. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm glad they're plan. putting that effort back into the game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think we're going to see in the next few months until let's say October or something, we're going to see these ads with John Cena on TV. As they probably did in the States for Diablo. And look at the amount of people they drew in with Diablo. Um, and now, by the way, everybody's happy with Diablo again. I don't know if you heard. I mean, we did. Well, yeah, because the dev team apologized and made some changes. And... Yeah, they made some promises and they should. But that is what, I, like we said last week, like. Mm -hmm. It is something. It is heartwarming to see. It is encouraging to see that happen i'm not yeah. agreeing with all the comments that the community had on diablo i think a lot of it is again some content creators being very loud about a certain problem emphasizing that problem kind of honing in on it putting a spotlight on that problem and everybody kind of echoing that same sentiment completely ignoring all the other elements of the game which happens in overwatch yeah. a lot too there are issues with overwatch nobody's going to deny that but we need to highlight the issues and kind of discuss with Blizzard how they can fix it. We need to kind of raise the concerns, but not this kind of volatile, almost um, tar and feathers, it's, like mob mentality that is going on. Yeah, recently. it's definitely this awful mob mentality. And I've said it before, I will say it again. Reacting that much to every little thing really cheapens the reaction when it's truly deserved exactly what is the the, the proverb like boy christ wolf or whatever uh yeah like if you keep kind of yelling about like it just at some point it just all becomes noise and it mm -hmm. i think we as content creators have a responsibility in that and kind of the way that we communicate and the way that we just yeah have... i mean you have influence over people you are influencers yeah, so i think it is important that you don't intentionally sort of rile people up yeah no no i think that is important i know that like those videos get a lot more clicks but it also kind of um it jeopardizes the future of whatever you want to do it really kind of it doesn't make a game healthier and especially not the community no. healthier because <clears throat> if that like, luckily, Blizzard has been going through all these things, multiple, especially some of these people are veterans, and they've been going through some of these things uh, before, not maybe at this scale, because it's getting more ridiculous every single week. Uh, but luckily, they're still kind of capable of kind of um, separating some things. Like, this is just the community just echoing a sentiment that is not yeah, correct. Yeah, they're, they're the used to correct. entitled gamers. <laughs> Yeah, 
but you have entitled gamers and you have entitled developers and i think you need to be in the middle you have also de you have developers and blizzard has time and blizzard at times has been that entitled developer absolutely where they, where they do not listen and they do not they kind of let know but this is the way we're doing it no that is not going to work we need somewhere we need the middle ground and i think we need to understand that this needs to be a communication that this needs to be and that is something i've personally feel the diablo team understands better oh I'm not yeah say, I'm, look <clears throat> maybe the the approach team doesn't no, no but i'm going to be careful here because we also need to take into account from where they're coming from they're coming from deep diablo team has never been that deep as the overwatch team has been the Diablo team. No, the Diablo team has a lot less baggage to deal with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have they have baggage, but not as much. And everything kind of, if you look at every like the way Overwatch Two rolled out, if you look at all the big points, like I think when they told us the last piece of bad news they told us was that there were going to be less of these um, uh, masteries. That was the last. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point they were like, "Okay, we got all all the the skeletons are out of the closet. Now it's time to start now building we again." Can just... But up till that point, there was just one skeleton after the other coming out of the closet. Seasons that no were working, like uh, systems were not working, matchmaking was not working, um, and PVE got kind of well torn apart. Trip. And yeah, <laughs> so. All these sequences happen, so they've been in a downward spiral. Well, the Diablo team has not been a downward spiral. There has been a lot of anticipation, expectation. There was some baggage from Diablo 3, but Diablo 3 in the last few years has been doing pretty well. Everybody was quite happy yeah. with the experience. And um, they It was, yeah, they had, you know, the baggage of Immortal and they had the baggage of 3, but it's a little bit further back and there yeah. haven't been like big controversies with it since no exactly exactly um i think that the diablo team is just handling it better now than the overwatch team is and i think the overwatch team has the 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 will to get to that point yeah absolutely they just need to organize around it i think they want understaffed right now and that they need to like okay are we going to make content or are we going to be talking to the community i think the diablo team is in a better spot i also think that overwatch is not as easy a game to pivot some instances i think we're around pvp they're quite it is easy to pivot like the pve i think um they probably got a lot of feedback when those content creators in case you did not know like a few content creators had the chance to play the game a few weeks ago and i know for a fact that some content creators are playing it right now like uh, some mm -hmm. some of them pulled an xqc apparently uh, someone in my community told me that question was one of them accidentally pulled an xqc uh but was quick to rectify that situation and nothing nothing was uh spoiled or nothing went, went wrong um but they are apparently playing it right now i don't think there's a lot they can do with that feedback i think there's some minor points that they can change but pve is not as flexible to change as pvp is yeah. because it's not based on systems it's based on well a lot of um well story tied into uh, uh how do you call that like a scenario that gets played and whatnot yeah and... it's not like at this stage they're going to be able to like change the direction of the story or... no 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 but kind of like one of the comments that a lot of people had is like okay it's like a lot of this wave based kind of one enemy after the other uh yeah i don't think there's much they can change to that in this instance but probably for the next one that is going to be different. but again but they've said this already that this is why they're only releasing three now yeah is so they're... that they can they have time to do make better. what we want. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. 
Um, but I really hope that the Overwatch team gets to that same kind of um, yeah spot as the Diablo team is right now, where they, yeah. they there was complaint and literally like a few days later did this this what is it called? It's not campfire chat, is it? Is it? Yeah, I think it might be campfire chat that they call it. I don't know. It's something with fire and a chat. Dev dev update. Yeah, it's like thing. a dev update. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they had, and the good thing is they didn't just kind of. They really went nitty gritty. They really went like, okay, we made a mistake there. We ex this is what, and this is the beauty of what they do. That really, as a someone that worked or still works till the end of August in this industry, um, that is something that pleases me is to see how they kind of take a comment by the community. They dissect it and they go, look, guys, you made a mistake. You're right. But this was what we were thinking. There's no way for us to know and that is true. That is something we should not forget. Game development yeah. is never, ever, ever, or in rare cases it is, but it's in most cases, it's not a case of this is going to be the result of this action that I'm taking. Like for every action it's you take, an it's art like rather than a science. Yeah, exactly. You need to like you need to put it out there and see what the reactions is or what the results are. Because even in balancing, it is very hard to predict. And you can have models run over it, like they have these models that kind of try and predict how it will yeah. turn out. But the thing is that we as players are so different as individuals. We are so creative in the ways that we look at the freaking, which also, which is a nice segue to the next topic I wanted to talk about. But the, um, uh, the mischief and magic, the prop hunt, they had to nerf it two days in. Why? Because someone had discovered that you can kill the hunters with the rogues by just stunning, by, by repeatedly stunning them. Yeah, the fact that like literally the next day they had to, to nerf that because we as a community millions of players had discovered that that tells you how how difficult it can be to kind of build these things yeah uh, like little in-house simulations cannot compare to the millions of like creative minds that, that yeah. play yeah. this is before we even add creativity like just just the millions of people who were going through it and basically running your simulation for you. Um, and then you add creativity and just, you know, the human mind in general to it. It's insane. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter how thoroughly you test your product. It cannot compare to giving it to millions of humans. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so you need to be careful. But the fact that they explained what their goals were and how they missed their goals because of what happened, that is like, there's no more room for any angry content creator to go in there no. and go like, no, you guys fucked up. No, no, shut up. No, they like, this is the reality. This is, oh, I can't emphasize this is our it process. enough. This is why we made the mistake that we did, but this it, is what we were trying to do. And we're going to still try and get to that point. Exactly, like, exactly. I cannot emphasize this enough. There are some things that Blizzard does to make money. And those are kind of clear. Oh, yeah. The moment you start saying that they're kind of no fun allowed, if that is one of your things, or that they are purposely doing things to annoy you, you need to stay, You need to take a step back. You need to stop playing that game for at least a few I, weeks. I don't want to use the phrase touch grass, but that's kind of where we're headed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The worst business model they could have is to piss us off. 
Yeah. But that being said, they do have systems in place that want to make them money. And I am mm -hmm. more than willing to discuss if they don't make, if they, those systems are not a little too ramped up a little too hard for what they actually like, you know what I mean? Like they, they could easily get away with making less money and still being able to kind of do oh, everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, and in no way, I'm not a big fan of people that do jack shit maybe help out with the product making money out of it and i'm talking about the shareholders at activision blizzard i'm talking about those mm -hmm. big wigs that just go for expensive lunches every afternoon and make well crap ass decisions and force them on the rest those people who can fuck off for my uh, i need to be careful here because this is going to be on youtube uh, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's a video of an hour i mean i think you're allowed one curse word every 20 minutes or something we'll see Oh god. Okay. Worst case is get demonetized. Who gives a fuck? I'm not making a lot of money anyways. Um but I, I uh what was my point again? Oh yeah, like don't go to that place where you think that they're doing stuff deliberately to piss us off because no, that's not that's not even No, it's with anything, going all the way to the extreme is never a good idea. The world is not black and white. Exactly. Um and but I will repeat again, there's definitely issues that need to be solved. I'm going to, while we're doing this, I'm going to plug in my headset. Um, live on <laughs> live on camera. There we Woo! go. Yeah. I think a piece of my beard went in there, but I'll deal with that Oh, problem. you'll be fine. I'll It'll deal with help that power it. After. Yeah. Uh, definitely, like, the customer support isn't what it needs to be. Um, no. Like, one of my, my, my community members had her name taken from her because her, her her i don't know if i should i don't i don't think she'll mind that i tell you guys this but she has a name um because she is a gay herself and she plays tracer you can you can imagine the combination that she made and you can you can work it out yeah exactly and it is in <laughs> no way because yeah she's gay herself like it is in no way with any malintent it's like no. she's a gay tracer player and and but uh some people um Apparently, and the other team were very upset with it, and she was like, "What are you talking about? I'm I'm gay myself. Just it's not like she is like a twelve year old boy going, oh, you're gay, oh, you're gay. No, no, it's, <laughs> she's just like proud, and and, and yeah. a proud gay tracer player. And but the the other team reported her. You guys suck. Um, and uh, she lost her name, and she I've had seen. Way worse names. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I've seen names that are simply playing out racist or like playing out homophobic, and those are sticking around, uh, even if you report them. I have, I haven't had a re positive response to any of my reports in over a year. Do we? Are they still doing the thing where they tell you if they acted on your report? I don't know. I, I, I'm starting <laughs> to think they don't. Because I've reported so many, like, one of my favorite things to do in Overwatch is clean up the community, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as soon as some, like, even if it's not directed at me, as soon as I see any kind of abusive or inappropriate comments in chat, I'm like, right. Yeah, I, I try to do that as much as possible. When I'm streaming, it's kind of hard because... Yeah, because you're I, also my community doesn't want to see me. Or... Like I go through it really quickly sometimes, just go without any comments. And those reports, yeah. maybe I don't have a. Yeah, definitely. Like uh, I've had instances where people, like not too long ago, I had someone because the support did not pick the character they wanted them to play. That just was kind of 
sitting in spawn and just doing enough to not be kicked. And that was it. And telling us off like we were assholes. Oh, that was that was one of my best reports I've ever written. Oh man, no, I had a tank who um decided to start picking on one of the enemy DPS. Oh really? Yeah. But because we're on console, I, and I know you can have keyboards, and you can tell who has a keyboard because they'll insult you faster, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they don't have to sit there and go, beep, 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 to try and get the words out. Um, and this tank was clearly trying to insult the DPS on a controller, which meant that he would just stand there and not play the game as he was sat there typing out all of these insults. And I was like, not only am I reporting you for inactivity, not only am I reporting you for throwing, I'm reporting you for insulting someone unnecessarily. Like, yeah. 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 There are some really <laughs> as a big assholes that you know. It's just the the, the classic case of anonymity. 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 Oh my god, it was a difficult one. It's, it, it, it's a nasty word to be yeah. Um I'm pretty sure about 99% of the people that um, talk smack to me in game would not, twelve year old boys would not do it if they were standing in front of me. No, because I wouldn't be able to boys. hear it because. They would be too low. I wouldn't be able to exactly the high difference would kind of mess them up. It's just, uh, but I've also been working on kind of um, look. If I see someone being salty to someone else, not even it, when it's not me, I'll point that out. I'll be. There's no need to be an asshole. There's no need to be rude. There's no need to be like. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't type that out fast enough on yeah. a controller, so I'll okay. just report them. Like, I'll uh, wait until the end of the match and be like, oh, this person said X, Y, Z. They said this this many times, or they were doing it throughout the match. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I used to get kind of, um, if people were not performing as I expected them, I used to get a little, not going to say upset or something, but I was like, but I, I started, yeah, but I started <laughs> to realize like someone, someone could just have been having a bad day. Someone could have been having a mad match. It could be a 12 year old kid that is playing on this big brother's account like, like there's all these scenarios in which and sometimes it's just the someone cat could could have walked into the room and started screaming at them uh, like uh, exactly but it could be the cat <laughs> that is playing actually it could you never be know. the cat trying to play you don't know there's no need it's a game i mean it's a freaking video game there's no need to get upset and once yeah. i kind of started kind of embracing that for myself um i do have to say sometimes on stream i can get a little uh still a little tense if uh if it gets a little too to Rory and whatnot, but that is done, um, I'll, I'll just mute everybody at that point. Um, but I, I also, when I see someone speak out, I'm, I'm, I'll generally kind of just go like, hey, there's Wait. no need to be rude to this person. Yeah. Even if they only have like one kill as a DPS and, and yeah. So what are you going to do? What is going to, what is going to, uh, how is this person going to perform better if you start yelling at them? It won't. So many reasons that this might have happened. We all have had these matches. We all have had these dates. We're not performing in every single match in the same way either. That doesn't And, and that, that's the other thing. Like, if you don't practice in quick play, where are you supposed to practice? Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I also got my little sister. I, I feel like we've veered off immensely. But um, <laughs> I think my our previous point was, like, oh, okay, hopefully... What the Diablo team is doing is is really nice. It, it is yep. is exactly what we need in the Overwatch team. That is going to yep. bring down the level of anger and 
toxicity because it doesn't there's no room for interpretation i feel a bit like a jealous child like i want that the yeah. i want that yeah. i want what my siblings getting <laughs> yeah i'm actually like I've, I've said it last time too but i'm actually thinking of um I might do it after the, the recording, but to tweet out and to kind of, I know that uh, Jared Nace follows my account and that he sees what I tweet. Uh, to kind of, uh, and he might reply to that. I, I, mean, I might even tag him in there. <laughs> Just to be. To go, hey, Jared. I <laughs> <laughs> sometimes do that. Um, and he doesn't always reply, but sometimes he just likes it. Uh, and other times he will that, reply. That's enough. It means yeah. you know that he's read it. Yeah. Or other times he will just react. Because not react at all because it might give a signal that, uh, or sometimes yeah. he probably doesn't even see it. I mean, but, it's uh, so easy to miss things sometimes. Oh, especially on whatever it's called now. Um, Don't say it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be honest. Like that whole platform has become, for me, it's become this narrow kind of <laughs> line on on communicating with my community and kind of broadcasting. <laughs> such a mess yeah but i i don't i don't kind of veer off to like you used to kind of go into these rabbit holes and kind of find new people and find no 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 i'm sticking to my my own little mm. pathway kind of we do the posts and occasionally i'll chime in with my personal opinion i'll add something personal i'll communicate with someone that comments on one of my tweets or something like that but i don't i mean it's like i feel like i'm in a, a very icky bathroom you know I'm going to yeah it's, it's a very, very tight bubble these days it is. it's very hard to like reach new people i think i don't know where that platform is going and not in a uh, in a good direction yeah, definitely oh god no yeah but, i think uh, people i'm pretty sure people are using it because there's no appropriate alternative yet no like no. there are i know there are other apps and stuff that people are trying out but, but they, they, they can't they can't catch that same momentum there's like no. the, that reach on that platform is still so big and threads was getting close but then they decided to not incorporate your because they want to steal all your information uh which is uh, also the, that, the excitement for threads died so fast, fast. I yeah I was of course reading but... something like yeah. yesterday or the day before where they're down to like a quarter of their initial like yeah. user base already yeah. but that is the thing if you um if you don't evolve your platform fast enough but also if you exclude like at this point i think with everybody that are excluding i think russia is excluded for well, obvious reasons europe is excluded for the whole fact that they can't leech all our info and europe the european <laughs> europe you, said change it or we're not accepting this and they uh, said no yeah yeah it, it, there are just rules and uh, I, to be honest i don't want europe to chance to change that because i want to make sure yeah. that's what we pay them for is to kind of make sure that they uh they protect our i, I say do bad job enough already you, you i can use threads in the uk because <laughs> i'm not a part of yeah the your EU government anymore. your government does give a fuck uh but um yeah it doesn't help that like one of your biggest target audiences is completely excluded um i think let's say about 20 percent of the market is not able to use it so um and yeah they, they they can't they don't seem to be able to evolve it quick enough you need to i think it is very healthy to kind of take what works for the platform that without a name for now um and to kind of take that but then you need to veer it off in a direction where you yeah. really kind of and I, I think kick did that in a way 
for streaming and it's not the success story that they probably wanted to be i think they still have a long way to go but one thing they did is actually make twitch work harder so yeah Every time like someone like Kick comes around, we had the same thing with what was the other platform not too long ago that also tried to get some attention away from Twitch. Every time that happens, it really kicks Twitch and the the the, the proverbial butt and makes them work harder and kind of roll out these features that because we've been asking they, for. Yeah, they realize they're not the only person on the market. This is why competition is healthy. If they don't push back, they they know they're going to be because kick apart from the ethical implications because they, apparently the money comes out of the gambling industry for the most of that platform um, oh, Jesus. um the, the uh the, their offer is right now at this moment is is way more in the advantage of a streamer it's like 95 to 5 where twitch in most cases it's 50 50 and have this new feature that they rolled out that is supposedly 70 30 like it's like um the the tip system that you have like you could have tips on twitch via paypal and whatnot like your stream elements and they added this system themselves that is supposedly 70 30 but behind your back they kind of charge you a five percent fee for this five percent fee for that and at the end you're still kind of screwed over um man i hate it when those types of, of uh, companies just kind of um they, they and it's all to please the like if you would have a platform that is just like okay we're going to organize this we're going to make sure everybody that is involved is getting paid we don't have shareholders that need to make a shit ton of money that need a boat we just want to make sure there's a decent platform um no more yachts no more yachts yeah. i mean it would be hard it would take a few years to get it done but in the end i think on the long run i think it would actually uh oh, it would be so good it would be better i don't know like like i know for a fact that twitter used to kind of lose a lot of money because they didn't have monetization same with facebook that they didn't have any way to monetize so they were just kind of getting investors involved and putting that money in there and investors didn't get anything I mean, back, so. Facebook, the reason why Facebook is free is because everyone who uses it is the product, but... Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I think the whole social media story is something that is going to have some really twists, really weird twists and turns. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to end up. But anyways, we're veering off again. Before we end, because you need to go to bed and we're already an hour in. Um, I do. I'm looking at my bed and it looks so comfy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> l let me quickly go to Prop Hunt. Have you been playing Prop Hunt? I've, well, I've not been playing this week, so I've not been feeling up to it. Okay, okay. Well, let me then share my experience. I think Prop Hunt or Mischief and Magic has been one of the most fun limited time modes. And if not oh, the really? most fun limited time modes they've okay. ever done. How up, is it until the end of the season now? No, it's still next week, next Tuesday. It's so not this Tuesday, next Tuesday. Week. Okay. And it's not like it's something that you'll play days on end. Some people do, definitely. There are people out there. But like with all the other modes, I had like five, six games and I'm done. And about there's about maybe 2 or 3% of the community that keeps playing it for longer. Now I feel like... Yeah, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to play this until I get my Battle Pass XP and then I'll stop playing the game. Yeah, I get all the, uh, all the challenges. But this mode... I actually played beyond my challenges because it does have... I you did a whole stream of fun. playing it. Yeah, I was yeah. just having fun. Um, 
And I think there's a bigger part, not like two or or five percent. I think there's actually twenty to maybe even thirty percent that still plays it regularly on a daily basis. I think nice. it's not not the 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 one mode that will replace quick play and what which is never going to happen. But it is it is a valuable um, mode that they should consider to bring back in some way. I way better than capture the flag. People and... would be excited to have return. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Even I, if they kind of dress it up differently so it's not themed just for the season. Exactly, but exactly. The, so long as the core gameplay stays the same. If they add more maps, if they add more props, if you add different teams, if they add, if they kind of put some energy into that mode, where, I mean, I'm not going to say that they did put energy in this mode. You can tell that they worked on this and that uh, yeah. they thought about this apart then from the the issue where hunters could be killed by the the rogues by stunning them repeatedly um but no no this there's a it look and it feels polished it feels and i think um, yeah. it it doesn't feel too gimmicky there are people that have comments like oh in the real prop hunt you take um you take damage every time you stab an object and it's not the correct one yeah okay <clears throat> In a game like Overwatch, where literally the whole map is kind of riddled with items that with don't items. really have a yeah, that have a yeah. fixed spot, you would be dead. I mean, it would be impossible to kind of figure out who it is, or they need to kind of ramp up the the. There's a whole system, so you haven't played it, but um, if you are a prop, after a certain time, your character will start speaking, so that they will know where you are. They'll hear you. And it, okay, the, the so longer, you can't just stay hidden forever. Yeah, exactly. And the longer you kind of are hidden, the more frequent they'll, they start making noises so they can find you. Um, so they would need to ramp that up, which would pose mm -hmm. other problems. I think, to be honest, it's, I, I think it's fine the way it is that, yeah, sure, people are kind of stabbing everything. They look like, a, I don't know, a, an Italian mobster from the 30s just going, stabbing everybody that they kind of run into. But um no it's 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 a fun mode they did a really good job i like it uh good and it's the i will definitely make sure i get some in yeah yeah yeah. definitely give it a try i think you're really going to enjoy it because it has these hilarious moments like <clears throat> i had a few moments where i just changed last minute <laughs> for the people that don't watch the video podcast hannah just had her cat pen kind of peek out on the bottom of a camera I'm just i'm sat here like just fiddling with the pen so every time i gesture and talk the pen's like flying all over the oh, screen yeah. and then thing. i realized oh yeah it's my cat pen i should show people <laughs> <Good pen. laughs> uh no i lost my train of thought like a cat one Sorry. cat I'm one cat and i'm distracted <laughs> oh yeah these these funny situations i had one instance where they found me i you could you can stun them if they find you and you can rapidly kind of teleport away so you basically disappear in a cloud and then like split second later you appear again but as a different prop and i just rushed around the corner i changed into a closet and i had like four of these ganges rushing past me going oh where is he where is he where is he and there was like my whole team was how the fuck did you get away with that these hilarious <laughs> moments where they just kept passing me by uh if you you can get really lucky and those are the the moments that you're kind of that make that whole mode it's so much fun and i would i would um advise everybody to not take it too serious i've really seen some people getting sweaty in that mode and i think that is the fun thing about this mode is that it's not intended to be sweaty it's intended to be fun yeah. it's intended it's about just 
good old-fashioned silly yeah. overwatch time it's hide and seek it's hide and seek like you played as a yeah. kid don't Basically. make hide and seek competitive it's like the, the, we literally the... have multiple competitive modes at the moment for that yeah, exactly look the fact that people would just kind of like as soon as someone on reddit posted that they were able to kill all the hunters coming out of spawn with because they grouped up i was like all right you just ruined the experience for these other five people you just for you guys it's funny you guys they got a reddit video out of it but you just kind of and then everybody started doing it you and then they had to game. nerf it thanks yeah, yeah. Uh, or people kind of hiding in the weirdest kind of on roofs and whatnot. Okay, I, I like the roof thing is kind of okay. It's you just need to check the roofs. That's as simple. If as that. you can get up there, good for you. Like... <clears throat> yeah, it, but everybody can get up there in the end. So it, it kind of breaks the bounds a little bit, and in a in a, in a um, it, it kind of adds an extra layer. It kind of breaks the lore. Like okay, there's a bench standing on top of the roof. <laughs> that doesn't make any I, sense. I that found you <laughs> yeah but you can as a Genji, you can dash up there you can get it so you just need to check i think it, it adds it the whole stun thing so many people were like even jared news was like oh this is sad but he understood why but a lot of other people are like oh this is won't allow us to have fun well no look no they, not... you're not allowing us to yeah, have fun yeah. by posting this video. exactly you're the one not having letting everybody else have fun this is why we can't have nice things exactly that's it <laughs> just don't make it too sweaty there's no need chill like, if you need to make everything competitive you need to reevaluate the life then something is missing uh maybe you need to do i don't know start doing a sport maybe I, I, yeah. I yeah i mean there's other things you can do all right uh old old man d has uh go given his comp. speech sorry you want to be competitive go play comp yeah exactly it's Perfect. right there there's there's so many comp modes already. All right, let let us casual plebs just have fun. Yeah, I just want to kind of hang in my chair, <laughs> kind of uh, taste my Pepsi, and go like, oh look, I'm a chair. All right, life's good. <laughs> I take a sip. Uh, that was it for today, Hannah. All I right. Think, I think these people are done with our voices and our faces by now. Um, LP, where did, oh never mind. Yeah. Uh, you can find LP as Lance Pons. Still locked out. <laughs> yeah, check check his Instagram and his Twitter. He might tweet about it. I, I do think I think he kind of um I saw him yesterday he posted the story of being at a gig, so I think he might I don't know. He might have still be a little tired from yesterday and kind of Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, and then forgot that his key was in his car. We'll find out after mm -hmm. we record this. Hannah, where can these good people find you? Oh, on the platform, the bird platform. <laughs> the blue bird. The blue bird at Plush Noodle. I wonder, are we, because we are so stubborn and calling it the blue bird platform, are we the same level of people that go McCree and Cassidy? Yeah. I, I hope we not. Are. No, we Do you not. know what I, I was going to... Okay, quick segue before we finish, because this is a funny story. I was going to do a big rant on Twitter about how I was going to keep calling it the old name and I was like oh my god I sound I sound like one of those assholes that just a refuse to rename Cassidy and uh, b I sound like I'm refusing to use someone's new name <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> so I'm just going to delete all of this yeah, yeah. I I just uh, yeah 
I don't think we're the same, but it is it is actually close. Evolu it's evolution. And I was like, I don't, I don't want this to seem like that, so yeah. I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> but in the end, it is kind of. It's evolution, and sometimes evolution will drive things into the ground. But it, it, you can't stop it. Like, he is going to drive that platform wherever he wants to drive it, and probably he's going to end up in court. You know what I've... And then we're, I'm going to give you guys my information, so go check out Plush Noodle, but... what? I once heard him comment about the fact that he thinks that, that he is convinced that we live in a simulation. If you think, if you're really convinced that you live in a simulation, you do shit like this. You just kind of, there's no way you're accountable for anything. You think you're just going to wake up after all of this bullshit and, and kind of be an old man and some kind of pod. Yeah. And that it's just, it's just a, some kind of, uh, it's some kind of game basically. Uh, but anyways, fuck that guy. Um, you can follow me as DMCTV on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. And for all your information on Overwatch, there's a new video coming tonight. Check out the Omnic post on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. You can follow the Omnic Weekly, the podcast, um, on Twitter and Instagram if you want to be updated on new episodes. But the best thing to do is to subscribe on whatever platform you're watching or listening. That's the easiest way to do it. You'll just get the update. Uh, do that right now alright guys thank you very much for watching and for listening take care of yourself yeah. take care of each other and we'll see you next week bye bye bye